Hey everybody, Hollywood Steve here. I'm sure you're noticing that this is in fact not a Freddy's Dead episode as we promised last week. Unfortunately, we recorded an entirely wonderful, honestly great Freddy's Dead episode. I was I was super excited to get it out and as I went to click stop on uh, my recording, the entire recording disappeared. Uh, and we, we did everything possible to try to retrieve it, even had had a, a good buddy who's a sound person work on it and, and unfortunately uh, there's just there was there was no way to restore it. And so uh, that that episode is lost. <laughs> and now uh, we, we didn't really have anything else to put out, but we had this great uh, pray mini sode that we did for Patreon. Way back in the day, you may have heard the the first spoiler free portion uh, as we put it on the main feed, but the the actual spoiler filled portion was only on Patreon. So uh, this is a, a special treat for non Patreon listeners. This is the type of stuff you can expect from our Patreon content. Uh, not sure what we'll do regarding Freddy's Dead. Uh, very likely we will just go ahead and record our Scream Three episode next week. Uh, and release that and, and, and get back to Freddy's Dead at some point in the future. Very heartbroken. I, I almost vomited whenever I saw that happen. Um, I'm uh, absolutely disappointed that we weren't able to get out to you this, this really good Freddy's Dead episode that, that we had made. But um, hey, those are the pitfalls of the business of podcasting. So please enjoy this Patreon-exclusive Pray 2022 Minisode. Well, hello there, lovely and loyal Patreon supporters. It's a brand new Patreon-only Minisode here with the host of the most. It's me, your good buddy, Uncle Ben. And me, Hollywood Steve. Oh, and it's been a month of Sunday since we did any uh, Patreon-exclusive content for you guys. I have just been, holy shit, man, busier than a one-legged dog trying to bury a turd on an ice pond, as I like to say. <laughs> I do like to say that. It is known. It is, it is known. And not an exaggeration, either. It has been actually that busy over here. So no, I know. Yeah. Thank you guys for sticking around and supporting us on Patreon and stuff. We are here today to be talking about, at their new dang old Prey movie, what we both just watched. It just came out streaming on the Hulu. And uh, you know what? It's pretty fucking awesome. Dude, I love it. Um, I I think it it is definitely... It's definitely on par with the original. Okay. I don't know if I could ever say it's better than the original because, uh, as I've said a million times on the podcast, as a kid, Predator was one of my favorite movies, and I watched it all the time. Oh, yeah. and still is. It's the best. And still is. Absolutely yeah. still is. Um, watched it all the time, but uh, I have I've watched Prey three times, and that wasn't wow. to prepare for a podcast. That was just because... I really loved it yeah, and wanted sick. to see it again. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Dude, I only got to watch it one time. It was the uh, the night before my, my wisdom tooth surgery. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I'm so fucking worried and stressed right now. I need something like cool to watch. And I've heard that this is really good. It might take my mind off things for a little bit. So we watched it that night. 
And uh, I meant to watch it again while I was just, you know, chilling on the couch in an opiate haze the next few days, but <laughs> I didn't quite get around to it. Dude, but I, I definitely, definitely will watch it again because I thought that it was fucking awesome, man. Do you want to do this like a uh, non-spoiler than spoiler style? Uh, yeah, sure. Let, uh, yeah. Uh, just in case some Patreon patrons haven't heard it, let, let's all uh, hear a little non-spoiler review. I would say, uh, I mean, this is... This is uh, one of those movies that is loosely like it's connected to the other movies. Uh, well, one and two, but it, you don't have to have seen those to watch it. Yeah. This totally. is a movie that stands on its own for sure. Yeah. And that's something that I really enjoy about the flick too, is like you said, it doesn't try overly hard to be ultra related to the other movies. I mean, it, it is. And if you know what you're looking for, it really, really is, especially there towards the end of the movie. But even if you haven't seen all of the flicks, you're going to be just fine and enjoy this movie for what it is. But because the thing that's so cool about it is the characters in the movie that we're dealing with don't know what they're dealing with. So if you're also in the dark about it, you're just more in the driver's seat with them figuring this out as they go anyway. Yeah. And and yeah, the movie does a good job of not assuming you've seen the other movies and therefore the characters are learning and we're learning with them. So it, and, and it's interesting too, cause it kind of um, manipulates you in moments. If you have seen the first one, there are some things that happen that will remind you of the first one and make you think it's going a particular way, but then it doesn't necessarily go that way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, uh, and yeah, to keep it spoiler free, I won't, I won't say exactly, but, uh, there were a couple things there where I was like, I think I know where that's going, and it it was it was definitely a surprise where it actually did go. So, oh yeah, that's dude. that's real cool. Also, there is a connection to Predator Two, that little Easter egg at the end. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, definitely, man. I'll say this, man. Like, I I think for myself, I still probably prefer the original one. Maybe that's a lot right. of just uh, nostalgia and stuff talking there. But I mean, also, I mean, come on, the original is fucking awesome. Yes, man. yeah. I I can't separate my nostalgia for it and the fact I've seen yeah. it a bunch. But I don't think that I don't think it's ridiculous to say uh, it is a really really good action movie. And and this movie, I don't know, man. I mean, it, I will have to rewatch it a million times, which I, yeah, I yeah. feel like I might do. I, like rewatching it three times within a few days, I was still like, I'd watch that again for sure, um, dude. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I can't say for sure, but it's right up there with the original for me. Um, definitely better than any of the other sequels. Oh, dude. And I'll say this, man, even though I do love the original one still so much, I think that this movie in terms of cinematography and like just the actual yes. aesthetic and the oh, look of beautiful. the movie, it's probably better than any of them. I think yeah. I think just yeah. the shots and stuff, the uh, cinematography, the storyboarding and stuff that they must have done to make it all happen is really high tier stuff that it is. I think uh, goes beyond what we saw with, with Dutch and crew in the original one. One of the biggest complaints that I've seen from people is talking about some of the, the special effects in terms of like some of the CGI animals and stuff that they did, which I can, I can see is kind of valid. I mean, did they look fucking unbelievable? No, no you can definitely didn't. tell that they were fake. Um, 
But then again, dude, it's like we're in an age where we're kind of looking out for animal performers and stuff. And exactly. What do you What are you gonna do, man? Have fucking yeah, uh, the predator damn body slam a real bear? What do you What can you fucking do for that? Exactly. So I I think I think CGI animals is something we need to come to peace with. Like it's just gonna be. It's what needs to be when uh, an animal might be put in any sort of danger or harm. I mean, yeah, totally. the, the the movie has a, a dog uh, that is not CGI, and I, you know, dogs love to be trained. They love having a job. It makes them happy. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, a- asking for them to also have, you know, a bear, a wolf, a mountain lion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To ask him to have that, it's like I don't know. RRR actually kind of convinced me of this because there was a kind of title card at the beginning of RRR about how none of the animals used in it were real. Yeah, and that was like a, a badge of honor, right? Like because it's like we didn't hurt animals. Cool. So good. <laughs> I think yeah, I think that's kind of the way we should look at it now. Even as as fans of practical everything, I mean, we just talked about it on the zombie episode not long ago, like. Yeah, man, it's that zombie shark fight is something you'll never see again. You shouldn't, though. You should probably should. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody should be fighting a shark. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably not the best for the the shark's life interest to be swimming around on camera with a Italian dude that's probably full of fucking blow. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So probably for the better, you know. I'm cool with CGI animals from now on. Uh, in I mean, rates. could they have looked better? Yeah, sure. But this is also a a straight to Hulu release. It's like how much budget. Yeah could they have put into it they probably did the most with what they had to work with here guys so yeah I, it never really like pulled me completely out where i was like oh there's no truth in this art about <laughs> an alien hunter coming to earth 300 years ago to hunt people i'm just taken out of the reality of this situation now like get the fuck over it the thing is that all the other like shots and cinematography it does such a great job of like keeping you in the world you're in the wilderness like this isn't like studio sets and stuff so everything else is so much so real and so like natural that i think maybe it just stands out a little more that the cgi is there and not great but it's not it it it, like there was a little tickle in my head when i first saw it because i was already enjoying the movie before you see your first CGI anything. And then I saw it, I was like, eh. But I was like, well, that doesn't outweigh anything that's going on going on so far. And no. just got kind of into it. So just embrace it. Well, and then also, too, the, the Predator itself looks fucking sick. I love that they used a slightly different design for this Predator. Yes. And, you know, I see some people that are critiquing it, being like, oh, his face doesn't look right. It looks different, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool awesome so like this could be a separate tribe from predator planet that we've never seen before there's human beings all over this world they all look kind of different maybe yeah. this is a predator from a different part of you know uh yak jaw world cool yeah we we already saw that established in predators that there were two different kinds and then uh, the predator which is just a terrible bullshit piece of movie <laughs> but uh the predator established the idea that they're like uh using superior genetics to change themselves and stuff like yeah the concept then would be like well yeah in 1719 when this is set maybe 
uh, the Yachtal look different. And also, yeah, as you said, different tribes, etc. Like, yeah, there's no one way for a predator to look. And I like, I like the, I like the fact that like he, he is, and again, we're spoiler free. So I, I'm kind of trying to not say too much, but I like the fact that he has like, uh, outfitted himself appropriate to the weapons he's going to go up against. Yeah, like, dude. This is not a predator that's going to be shooting laser beams. Even mm. though they would have them. They're interstellar travelers. Like the weapons he tends to use, he, he uses the net. He uses he he shoots arrows. Um he's not using a gun. He's got like a little like shield thing that he uses. Like that's it's, so it's a- sick, dude. That kind of expanding shield that he has. And it's cool too, because you could also see that as um adding into the predator's kind of hunter's code, the hunter's morality of trying to keep it a pretty fair fight. It's like that predator that went to the jungle to fight Dutch and them brought the heavy artillery because they, yeah, they would yeah, be armed yeah. to the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's really cool. And the biomass design, looking on the outside, not like a piece of technology. Love it. Yeah. I thought that that was fucking sick, man. And I really do... I love the fact that this movie in so many ways shares so much connective tissue with the first one in that, you know, these Native Americans that are fighting this predator are using primitive tools and weapons the same way that Dutch did at the end of the movie. It kind of shows you that it's not about firepower, horsepower, uh, testosterone, physical strength even that is needed to beat a predator. Uh, it's about simple tools and outsmarting it, which is exactly what Dutch did, which is exactly what our main character is trying to do in this movie as well. Yeah, not really. It's it's actually really in tune with the end of the first Predator more than other movies where, yeah, people are armed to the teeth and trying to blow it away with fucking rocket launchers and stuff. Right. And, and, and like, it's interesting that one of the major misogynist critiques being oh like, my God, well, how's, a, how's a girl gonna beat a predator and it's like do you know predator at all like arnold didn't muscle the predator to death no Arnold had to use his smarts he used his intelligence and that's how he beat the predator like yeah and also too didn't the predator just fucking annihilate the absolute dog shit out of like a dozen other muscle bound arm to the teeth guys didn't we kind of prove that like Exactly. The predator doesn't care about <laughs> macho, right? No, exactly. And Danny Glover beating him in part two. Danny Glover in part... I mean, he looks great for 42, but the yeah. the, the movie's not implying he's some big, like, beefy macho guy. He's just kind of, like, outrageous and, and reckless and gets lucky in a lot of ways. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So, so to have this, like, very... Like, the movie does a... A, a good job establishing that Naru, our main character, is a, a hunter and she's good at it. She's good at tracking. She's she's good with her hatchet. Um, so that's there, but she's also real smart. We get yeah. that shown to us from the beginning. She's very smart. She's she's patient, etc. So like in a lot of ways, this is all almost like Laurie Strode versus the Predator, where it's like right. the thing that sets her apart yeah. is she's observant and she's smart. And figure stuff out as she goes. Yeah. And, and yeah, and so like, yeah, to keep it spoiler free again, I don't want to say much more about the events because I think just go into it as blind as you can. Totally um, agree. And I I sat through two different chats of people watching Prey um, and 
they had so many of the same experiences I had watching it the first time that yeah, I think, I think that like watching it, the the thing people are liking about this is that we all kind of have a universal experience with it, which is not something I want to spoil until we get to the spoiler section, yeah. but there are certain things that everybody feels about this as long as they're giving it a chance. There are certain people who are not going to give it a chance again because, you know, either massaging or it's just not their cup of tea. I know this, it doesn't have the feel of any other Predator movie, really, but it also yeah. does feel to me the most like the first Predator movie. I totally agree. It's it's weird because they are, you know, inherently so different, but at the same way, it's like, this is the one that really feels the most like it, where it's like you're stuck in the outdoors using primitive tools, primitive skills to try to beat this thing that you don't even fucking understand. Like, yeah. even in Predator 2 and all the other ones, like, people, people know what a Predator is, you know? Gary Busey tells Danny Glover, it's like, yeah, it's a fucking alien, it's a hunter, it has this invisibility cloak, blah, blah, blah. Like, this movie puts you in the same shoes as Dutch and them, where they're like, we don't know what the fuck this thing is. I just have to survive <laughs> it. I love that about it, man. I love that about it. Yeah, me too. I, I think it's it, it really, like, it brings back that spirit that we love. It's also, you know, uh, gotten people on social media buzzed about the idea of, you know, predators in, in different historical contexts. Bring it on, dude. And yeah, please. that's exactly what I would love to see is just, you know, hey, how would a predator do against, uh, you know, a, 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 a 18th century British Navy or whatever? Yeah, like, dude. I'd love to see a predator team up with some pirates and just swing on to a HMS whatever and and kill a bunch of people like it'd totally. be totally awesome. let me see a fucking predator fight a gladiator let me see a predator yeah. fight a samurai Fuck like yes they don't even have to be directly related these can just be various crazy predator hunts through history i'd watch the fucking shit out of that are you kidding me absolutely absolutely so i hope it i leads think to this more. movie is a great like stepping stone i you know i think they're you know again to not spoil anything but there is like some definite setup for a potential sequel or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, whatever they do with it, I, I'm interested to see. I hope they, they do keep this up though. And don't try to, don't try to rush it. Don't try to like, you know, make it too much of a thing. Don't be like, Oh, we're going to do six movies or whatever. Just, you know, take it movie by movie, figure it out as you go. See what people like. I'd be totally okay with that. Um, I would be fine if this didn't, you know, get its own sequel, like Prey 2. I'd be okay if that didn't happen. Um, although if they do, they should call it Eat, Pray, Love or something like that. <laughs> I think that'd be probably better. But I'm I'm very yeah. happy with this. It's just a standalone movie that I can watch on its own or watch as a part of the franchise. Uh, I think they really did a fucking good job with it, man. So I hope you guys enjoy it too. It, it is my favorite since Predator 1. And again, I've only seen this one time. So maybe I'll watch it a few times. Maybe it'll go above the original maybe it'll sink down but i doubt it honestly like first watch first impression i'm like predator one is my favorite this is second and then everything else is kind of a mile behind it for me <laughs> yeah so th from be from beyond this point there shall be spoilers spoilers but, we're gonna spoil uh, it if, if you haven't seen it you definitely should yeah definitely so man uh, so this is a dan trachtenberg movie he he made 10 cloverfield lane which is fucking great yeah, yeah so good um and it's clear 
to me that this is a movie made by someone who who loves the Predator franchise because there are like you can watch this movie without ever having seen a Predator movie and get what's going on. But if you've yep. seen all the Predator movies, there's definite nods to it. all of them. Like it's all oh, in yeah. there. Yeah. And some of them are, some of them are subtle. Some of them are a little bit on the nose. Like I'll say even that line where um, I think it's her, her brother is like, if it bleeds, uh, we can kill it. it. I was like, that's a little, that's maybe a little on the nose. I don't really know if we right. needed that <laughs> line for line, but it, I was still like, Oh, that's kind of cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, you know, there, there's like, as I was saying in the spoiler-free bit, there, there are some universal feelings people tend to have to this. And number one is that dog better not die. Right, dude. I was on the edge of my seat the whole movie just whole being time, like, they right? better not kill that fucking dog, man. They better goddamn not. No, man. And, and it's honestly like just that dog plays a fucking great role throughout the movie but he's always in danger and it's always that feeling i think for all of us just like oh no not him don't let him yeah. die <laughs> yeah especially because we see all those other animals just get annihilated exactly by the yeah and, and so yeah by the at the end when it's like oh the dog the dog survives like yeah fuck yeah that's awesome <laughs> perfect great <laughs> Um, obviously the biggest tie into the other movies, movies is, is the gun. The fact that we finally get yeah. to see the gun that is given mm-hmm. to Danny Glover at the end of Predator 2. We see its origins here in this French uh, trapper community that she interacts with. And, you know, there's still... Okay, I like this because it is this Predator franchise artifact that we finally get to see where it started. But then it still leaves the unanswered question of like, how did the Predators get it back? Like we get that little stinger at the end of the credits where it shows those other Predator ships coming out of the clouds. And honestly, if that's all that we ever knew about it and we never got a movie about that, I'd be fucking stoked about it. I'm I'm happy to let my imagination wander and go, oh, sick. So like the Predators came back and like fought for the honor of their fallen comrade and they took the gun back at that point. That's cool. That's fine by me. That is not, but that's not how they would do. Um, yeah. pr- the Predators wouldn't fight. They would be coming back to reclaim his body and to recognize her for killing him. Same way they did with Danny Glover. Yeah. Yeah. Like they did with Danny Glover. So yeah. So now it's the pistol of a great warrior and you know, uh, yeah, we can let our imagination run wild there. Does she give them the pistol along with him or, or whatever? Like, but I, yeah, I don't think we're supposed to infer there at the end that the predators are coming for revenge. Uh, if that is what they're going for and there's a sequel that kind of, it's against the spirit of the yacht jaw, I believe. Like, yeah, I think that's that's interesting. That what I've seen is that people have either been very confused by that because, yeah, now how does that get to Danny Glover? Um, and, and I think, well, you know, you could make sequels where the tie is is that uh, gun without having to then bring characters back from old epi- or old uh, previous movies. So yeah. You could have a, a next movie that's set, you know, on a pirate ship or whatever. And that that's the origin in the comics is that it was a pirate's um flintlock. And I have seen some people kind of upset that they didn't go with the comic book origins. And one of the things that's I get that, you know, you, you read the comic and you like it and you like that story and you want to see it, but 
the Predator comics are based off the movies, not the other way around. Sure, yeah, it kind of it took it for, as that as the starting point, and then kind of went its own direction with it. I mean, seriously, right. if you're yeah. going to get that upset about the comics, uh, the Predator fights Batman at some point, too. We're not getting that. <laughs> Predator as well, Batman, Superman, aliens, yeah. Archie. Like, <laughs> the Predator's <laughs> had so many ridiculous battles, yeah. Yeah, it's like, are you going to cherry-pick what you want from the comics? Because it's either all or nothing, really. Yeah, and, and that's it's To me, it's like, oh, cool, we get... We get now like a filmic explanation for where that that comes from. That doesn't take away from the fact that that comic book was cool. Uh, But it it also, because I knew the comic story kept, because when she got the flintlock, it didn't show what it was, but I was like, that's the gun. Yeah. Uh, And then I was like, oh, fuck. Because in the the comic book story, the Predator and uh, a pirate captain team up to fight off a mutiny before they have their like final battle against each other. And I was like, are they going to team up and kill these fucking trappers? That would have been so cool. Oh word. Okay. Yeah. But no, I mean that he just killed them all in one of the coolest fucking scenes, dude. It's so brutal. It's so fucking (laughs) awesome, man. God, it's sick, man. He he throws a bear trap at a guy's head. Love it. And I love when he uses that shield to like decapitate that guy too. Yes. So cool. Oh my Fucking gosh, dude. So metal, dude. It's so sick, man. Yeah. I I think that, that that moment was like the moment where I was like, this might be as good as the original. <laughs> like dude, I was the totally moment sold. that like really made my big toe shoot up in my boot and made me go, Oh fuck. Like this movie is doing awesome shit. Is like that scene where uh yeah, she's running around and being chased by the bear and stuff, and then the predator kills the bear. Whenever it lifts the oh, bear over its head, and the yes. blood falls down on it, and just kind of reveals yes. the shape of the predator, I was like, "Dude, why hasn't anybody thought to show us this before? That the predator in invisible form, getting covered with viscera, would expose his shape to us? God it's damn it, so that was cool. so fucking sick, man! I thought the uh, the invisibility cloak in this." looked really cool too it almost had this kind of honeycomb kind of pixelation to it that i thought looked really fucking cool man yeah yeah and it it, i think like as far as the because the first two they used in camera effects for for the the predator uh, invisibility thing and since then it's all been a cgi i believe and I think this is the first time that I've actually liked it a lot. Where Me too. It's like, oh yeah, that that's that is a good sort of visualization that that does kind of what the original does, but also adds its own little twist. Yeah. One thing I was going to ask you about because you you have more knowledge about the franchise than I do, and I've seen conflicting reports about this. Is like, okay, this is all a Comanche tribe. Uh, is Billy from the original Comanche or not? Who's Billy? Well, I got mixed up there. Oh, Billy from oh from the first one. Yes, huh? I didn't think about that because I know that like in real life, the actor that plays him is is not. He's from a different Native yes, American tribe. Right. But it's like if you tie it in that he is, you know, huh. uh, from a Comanche lineage, and that's where his like almost knowledge of this demon in the jungle comes from. Like this is some story that's been passed down through his family. That gets uh-huh. so fucking sick to me because Billy. In the original is the guy that seems to have an idea of like, oh no, this is a creature. Like this is a fucking demon in the jungle that's here to hunt us down. Like he seems to have a little bit more of a heads up than everybody else does. And it's that cool if you're like 
it's based on some Comanche folklore or some shit that base you know is based around this. Like that'd be so sick to me. She does. She does uh, call it uh, Mupitzel, which uh, I looked up the what that is. Uh, and the story of that is basically not of an alien uh, necessarily, but a a, a, a creature that uh, can hide itself and whatnot, and then does get kicked to the moon. So, like the story itself could be, yeah. I mean, it it could be like they then like from this experience then added to the the movie Moo story um the the you know to say they came back from the moon or whatever after being kicked to the moon where um yeah no that's that's interesting i like that theory i didn't even think about that that could be cool man that would be cool i yeah i think that's a good connection for sure mhm what we need to talk about how like so this you know the the thing that uh, uh, misogynists complain about, of course, that this is woke because it's it's a woman. Oh my god! Just a bunch of woke bullshit. Blah blah right. blah. Because you see that a fucking woman is a main character. God damn it, dude! Just oh, it drives me fucking insane, man. Like, meanwhile, in horror, how many times has a woman beaten the fucking bad guy? Like, this is nothing fucking new, guys. I, I sent you a post somebody made earlier about like. If aliens came out today, the fucking internet would be like, what a bunch of woke bullshit. You're telling me that aliens beat a bunch of Marines and gets beat by a dang woman? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, this is nothing new. Calling it woke nonsense is what's new. You idiot. Right. And and the movie itself presents her going up against some misogyny. Like, she yeah. goes up and she has to deal with the other hunters... Because she's she's the only woman in the tribe who wants to hunt. Uh, these other hunters are treating her like shit, except for her brother, who uh, becomes the war chief, uh, but then treats her like shit. Um, but then stops treating her like shit. He's a complicated character, Tabe. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like she has to overcome them not listening to her because she's not a hunter, even though she's a better tracker than them. Uh, they think they're specifically special hunters because, you know, they go and do supposedly brave shit and her plans aren't brave to them. Yeah. Um, but I love that moment where they're up in the tree. Like she's been like, Hey, we sh-, you know, to get this, this mountain lion, we should, uh, we should bait the area and wait for it to come and then attack. And the guy is up in the tree, like telling her how she's not, ever going to be a hunter or whatever. And while he's talking his shit, the mountain lion grabs him out of the fucking tree. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking good, man. But you know, at the same time, like I don't think that this movie in any fucking way tries to go out of its way. Yeah. To be woke for the sake of being woke. I, I fucking hate using that term because of how stupid the associations have become, but it's like, it shows her getting, physically outclassed by the men in the tribe. It's not trying to show like she's a badass five foot tall woman who can fucking pile drive ordinary men. Like it doesn't go out of its way to fucking do that at all. No, no, it, it, it's showing that she has the, not only the ability to hunt with a bow and arrow, which is like, um, you know, has nothing to do with physical strength. Um, nope. Uh, but also the ability to come up with plans to, 
think the way an animal would think exactly to put herself in a, a position to to get it while it's most vulnerable which yeah. is like exactly what you need when going up against something larger than you and and they you know these these uh, guys hunters in the tribe seem to be proud of the fact that they'll put themselves in harm's way yep. and put themselves in danger for nothing and, and like it really it's like you know this is toxic this is this is like masculinity run run wild they don't need to be like this they're just doing it to impress each other yeah well and that's also ultimately what led to all the other um you know commando guys in the original getting slaughtered is because exactly. they were just trying to beat the predator with brute force um i mean honestly the fact that that our main character here doesn't have the capacity to brute force the predator is what makes her so smart and observant exactly. and see things and make connections that the other people in the tribe don't because the the men's only answer is brute force it kill it yeah whereas she's like that's not on the table for me so i got to find another way around it she's the first one to see it she sees it wrestle a bear yeah. punch a bear to death pick it up over its head cut it open spill viscera all over it like there it doesn't matter how strong you are you're not as no. strong as something that can wrestle a fucking bear <laughs> <laughs> like she knows that they just won't listen to her because they're bravado and then that's yep. the like downfall of all of them like then the french trappers the trapper like there's something cool i like about the trappers because they the trappers are presented from the beginning but you only know that if you really understand the historical context, when you see the first trap, it's like, Oh, well there's another group of people here. Like, yeah. because they don't, the, the Comanche aren't u- using traps. So we only see them as traps for a while. Like up until about like 40 minutes into the movie, the French trappers are only present as traps and it kind of presents them as cowards. Like mm-hmm. they can't face their prey. They have to trap it and let it die on its own in the wilderness. Mm, And then they come along. And then the way they try to catch the predator is by baiting it, doing what she did earlier with the mountain lion uh, and and surrounding that area. But the predator is far smarter than them. And not one of them can handle doing more than one shot of their gun, basically, because that's what they're used to doing, coming along to an animal in a trap and shooting it once. Yep, and then having three minutes to reload their pellet and wad yeah, and yada yada. Exactly. So yeah, it, it really does like it presents the the French trappers as so villainous so easily. I love it, and it also just shows that their reliance on their technology is their weakness. I mean, the fact that yes. these guys have no physical skills to fight this thing, other than yeah, take three minutes to reload my gun after I shoot my one shot at it and just get slaughtered in the process. It's like ultimately their reliance on firepower, again, brute force, is what gets them fucking mowed down. Yep. Yeah, and she's, she just uses all of it. Like, she watches all this happen. I, I think, like, one of the things that... I, I saw some questions people had, you know, just uh, uh, log, like logic questions because... For instance, when she gets trapped by that trap, the trapper's set, like, why does the predator not kill her? And I had to pay attention to it because I I wondered the same thing. She at no point attacks the predator. 
he's chasing her because she has a weapon, but he she at no point attacks him, and then she gets injured, and now there's no honor for him in in killing her. Exactly. Yeah. But then later, you know, there's the guy who has his leg cut off. So why would the predator kill him? Well, he, it shows very clearly, takes a shot at the predator. And that's why his leg got cut off. The predator threw that thing at him. It cut off his leg. He got away. So he's already initiated the predator in battle. So he has to die. Mm. Uh, So she at no point initiates the predator in battle until the very end. Like she tries to shoot him at one time, but she hasn't got the powder figured out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not until she's like lured him in with that trapper that she cut cut his leg off that she then like, you know, shoots him in the back of the head, gets his mask and then starts like really uh, fighting him. So she's like she bides her time this whole time watching his the way he works and what he's going to do so that she can then trap him the most efficiently. Like I I can't see anybody watching this and coming out of this being like, I don't know how a girl could beat the Predator. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, the movie does everything it can to show you she is extremely capable of beating the Predator. And the thing that's so fucking stupid about that entire attitude that I see so many fucking people taking is that this entire franchise has showed us, like, oh, a man can't beat a Predator either. Like, right. Fucking Arnie can't brute force the Predator right. and outstrength him. Like, that's never been the fucking point of this franchise. A human can't physically beat a Predator. It doesn't matter nope. if it's a man or a woman. The franchise has never tried to say that, like, only somebody with a set of nuts can beat a Predator. <laughs> no, that's never happened. Nope, not once. No, so it's very <laughs> yeah. stupid to me that people even take that attitude about this when the franchise has never showed us the opposite of that anyway. So, yeah, it's like, this is nothing new. You have to outsmart it. It just happens to be a woman outsmarting it this time. Yeah. And the characters are great. I mean, uh, so we've got our main character, Naru, who, um, you know, she she is young. We see her, you know, she is capable with uh, with medicine. She's capable with building traps. She's capable with, uh, you know, yeah, hunting, etc. She she's very smart. She's very also like um. She she's very like relatable as a character. So like I I was kind of into this movie pretty instantly. Like yeah, I the the shots that you see from the beginning are gorgeous. Then you you got this very relatable character, and they get the predator in there real quick. They do. Um, so it, it really, for me, was just like perfectly paced, uh, did a great job of introing the Predator, but then slowly revealing it. Even though we know that the Predator's there, and we like we said about uh, Predator 2, where it's like it takes, it, it's like they don't think we've seen Predator. In this, I it's know, like, man. oh, I know you've seen Predator, so I can just throw in like, the little predator noise into the forest and you know, the predators there. I love that about it. Um, dude. Without me having to reveal. Yeah, it's great. It was so funny that we just did that predator two episode, you know, last week when I was like, man, it's just boring watching another person figure out what a predator is. And we already know. 
uh-huh. and this movie is like, oh no, like she she never learns that the predator is a fucking alien. She never learns anything about it. She's just yeah, like, it recontextualizes it. Yeah, it's great. It recontextualizes it all. Like she learns that you know it can only see uh, it can only see when you're you're well. Actually, she doesn't learn anything about what it can see. That's again, nope. like I had to keep thinking about that. Like she learns that if you eat that root, it can't see you. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't really know it's related to body temperature right. per se. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's like she doesn't have all the context, the scientific know-how or whatever. And, and like, yeah, as you said, is like in, in 87 with Predator, you've got uh, guys who have a concept of what aliens are. Yeah. Just from, from science fiction. So, yeah, for her, this is like, this is a, a a mythical creature from a, a children's story. Yeah, comes demon, alive. something. Yeah, yeah, and she uh, saw that it could it did not see a guy after eating those those flower petals. So yeah. she uses that to her advantage. Like, yeah, it does it, re- it. It it does a job of like a person learning what a predator is, but giving it from such a different context that you don't feel like you're just seeing the same thing again. Totally, man. Sidesteps all that boring shit, man. I was going to ask you, too. Did you watch the Comanche dub of I did. this, or did you just watch it? Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. how does it compare? Because I think the next time I watch it, I want to watch it with the Comanche on there. Yeah, um, the the translation is a little bit different. Um, really? And, and okay, so what I like, I, I love this about it, that uh, it doesn't translate the French at all. Like I was wondering about that, yeah. Yeah, so like in, in the original, it doesn't translate the French. You just hear people speaking French, and you're basically getting it from her perspective of I don't know French. Yeah, unless uh, you know so, French, which I yeah. don't. Like I was as clueless yeah. as she was. Yeah. So when you watch it with the Comanche dub, it also makes it like, oh, I don't understand anything that's happening. Like I don't yeah. <laughs> get anything that's happening except for the subtitles telling me what's happening, and I I liked that extra disconnection. Where yeah. you're watching, you're watching a, a completely, uh, f- you know, y- you're being like, it's interesting because the these are the native inhabitants of the Americas. The, these are this is their language. It kind of reminds you you're a colonist. Like <laughs> this isn't your place. It also puts you in their shoes because, like, you know, as little as our leads doing this too like yeah absolutely you don't know what yeah, these fucking yeah. people are saying yeah i i did like it and and there are also moments in the uh in the english version where uh they will say stuff in comanche that isn't translated but if you watch it in the the comanche dub you get the translation of those things so for instance, when Tabe is fighting the Predator and he's like jabbed him through with the spear and like yeah. gotten a couple of arrows in him and then the Predator disappears, I think he says like Isai or something. It it means coward in Comanche. That's what it says in the oh. Comanche dub. So it kind of like rewards you for the tiny bit of extra effort it might take to watch this movie with the subtitles on. Yeah, it may, it may have meant cheater. I should have written that down. He either said coward or cheater, but basically cool. he's like, you know. Uh, saying saying that the obviously the predator's invisibility cloak is still cheating like that is something interesting that like no matter how much he dumbs down his weapons he can still go invisible 
Yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I don't have a lot to complain about this movie other than, other than, like I said, the CG, which again, at, at the, at the budget of the movie and at the, uh, the benefit of having no real animals getting harmed, I'm, I'm willing to give that a pass. It doesn't really bug me that much. Yeah, I think, okay, so the one little thing that bothered me is I don't know. I mean, we needed the predator to slaughter a snake for her to be wondering what would slaughter a snake like that. Yeah. Um, but, like, that that was just, like, one of those moments where it was, like, it shows a mouse. Uh, the, the mouse eats, like, a bug, right? And then the, yeah. the snake eats the mouse, and then the predator kills the snake. And I'm like, ah, that was a bit too on the nose. You could have just had a predator kill a snake, right? Yeah, like- <laughs> that was, that was like a little bit like, okay, I, I get it. Like the, the totem pole of, of hunters and stuff here. Yeah. That was a little on the nose, a little heavy handed. Yeah. But again, I mean, maybe we're just saying that from the perspective of somebody who's seen all the other movies that like, maybe somebody just watching this cold would be like, oh, okay. So like, he's, he's like the top of the food chain. I get it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, for us, it's not necessary. Maybe it was a little bit more necessary than I thought. Could be, could be, man. Yeah. Anyway, but I can't wait movie. to watch it again, man. I really, really liked it a lot. It seems like from the feedback that we've gotten in the uh, the Facebook group, it seems like most of you guys really enjoyed it too. I'm gonna say it seems like probably if you have ten people, I would say like eight out of ten people have really liked it, and then about yeah. two people have been, you know, drugged down by yeah the CG and stuff which but is understandable. Like the majority of people really like this flick yeah i mean it, it really it is understand I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna fault anybody for because the first two movies are you know the practical, practical effects, effects masterpieces, yeah outrageous and, and yeah it would be amazing if they could have done that if they had had the budget and, and really could have done that uh i still think the animals being cg though isn't a big deal so totally totally agree man I really like this flick. Really, really dig it. It was way, way better than I was anticipating, man. Especially when you hear yes. it's like, God, they're doing another Predator movie. Oh, God, it's also straight to streaming. Ugh. Like, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound good, right? No, it doesn't. Um, but I'm real glad that it went straight to streaming. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to watch it three times. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was very satisfied, man. Yeah, I think that was like probably a gamble, but a real smart choice. Whoever made that choice at 20th Century Fox or whatever, um, that they had to be thinking like, you know, maybe people wouldn't go out to see a Predator movie, but if it was in their home, it might get them excited to go out and see another one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which it has. I mean, it's kind of re-inspired my... Faith yep. in the franchise. If it's going to be this fucking good, yeah, I'll go see yep. it. Yep, uh, and hopefully, you know, they uh, get Dan Trachtenberg back for for any future ones, or somebody with equal, you know, passion and knowledge of the of the franchise. Yeah, dude, I would be very, very okay with that. And like I said, I hope that we get to see more of the Predator fighting history's greatest warriors. I think this would be a great entry point into that idea. So I hope that we get more out of it personally. Hell yeah! You got any other thoughts about this thing? No, it's awesome. Watch it. I mean, yep. if you've made it this far, we've spoiled it for you, but watch it anyway. Watch it anyway. Maybe give that a try, man. Yeah, totally agree, man. So 
Uh, let us know over on the Facebook group and stuff what you think about this thing. Uh, seems like, again, most of you guys have loved it, but I look forward to hearing more about it. Thank you guys so much for all the support here on the Patreon page. That definitely sure makes a whole world of difference to us, and we do appreciate it. So thank you guys very much for sticking around and continuing that support for us. It does mean a lot. And hope everybody out there is doing real damn good. Thank you guys for uh, listening to this episode of the show. I sure do love you. Bye. All right. Bye now.